Welcome to the Second Course Podcast, a production of Coppell Bible Fellowship. Every week we discuss our sermon series to expand on what God is teaching us. Grab a chair and join us at the table. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Second Course Podcast, a podcast of Coppell Bible Fellowship. My name is Nathan, and I'm here with Michael and Barkev. How are you guys? We're doing well. I'm I'm just excited to have you on the hot seat. This I know. Is be this a lot is, of fun. This it's is going to be different. Time. It's yes. about time. Yes. The yes. one, Your the turn. voice behind the microphone. The voice behind the microphone is, this is where I'm going to be the most quiet. Nah, <laughs> not an option. Not an option. Um, <laughs> so, Nathan, how are you doing? I'm doing great, actually. Uh, it was uh, yesterday. Uh, it was interesting. Um, you know, it was one of those mornings you don't expect to go the way that it did. But, uh, you know, ultimately... Welcome uh, to the pulpit. Welcome <laughs> to the pulpit because uh, you know I was I went to bed Saturday night feeling good. Been you know the last couple of days running through it, practicing, making edits, and you know get up at four thirty with the worst migraine I've had in years. <laughs> there you go. And I'm there thinking, okay, well this is going to be interesting. That means the Lord had something to say. Yeah, yeah. Yep, and he had Satan's something to like, say. It's on. It's on. So, but I appreciate you guys praying for me because mm-hmm. you know by the time I got in here and got to the first service. Uh, you know, it was still around, but it was I was able to concentrate through it. And by the end of the second or beginning of the second, I was I was feeling pretty great. good. So, great, isn't it great, great, great when things did. like that happen? And, and like in the af- you know yeah. afternoon, you're at home and you're just thinking about it, and you're like, "Man, Lord, you really took care of me." Because yeah. I was yeah. I was nervous or I was worried or I mm-hmm. I didn't know if this was gonna get in the way when I was communicating, but I just yeah. trusting in you and doing what I feel like you were leading me to do. And then he's made faithful. It, made, yeah. it, made it through yeah. it. It was Absolutely. it was good, and it was a fun one. Um, well, tell us about it a little I'll bit. I'll tell you about it. Well, okay, here we go. Nathan, uh, you're up in the pulpit. <laughs> I don't this know. Yeah, I don't why know don't you to... give us an overview of what happened yeah, yesterday? I don't know. We'd like overview, to hear that. That's the word. Yeah, the overview. Hey, why don't you it. take us through what you talked about? Yeah, okay, there so, you go. Um, well, I was picking up really from where Michael ended last week, uh, chapter 3 of Second Peter and our Know and Grow series. Um, Michael took us through verses 1 through 9, and I was uh, jumping in at 10 through 13 talking about uh, the day of the Lord. And Michael did an awesome job setting it up, talking about uh, just uh, the end times, really. And and I think I appreciate that because um, it allowed me to focus on the one main point yeah, that Peter's yeah. making. I don't have to go back and, and necessarily mm-hmm. explain all that. And so, um, you know, Peter's walking us through what's coming in the future after setting up that these mockers, these scoffers have been denying that it's going to happen and talking about how God's patience and his timing. And that was something that really struck me saying that, you know, all of this is calculated um, as a appropriate time for it to happen. And, mm-hmm. you know, this picture of God's patience and desiring not to lose any, um, but there's a point. And Michael, when we were talking in the podcast last week, we talked about the tipping point, mm-hmm. you know, what that mm-hmm. is. So he goes into verse 10 with this emphatic, but the day of the Lord will come. And this mm-hmm. is what it's going to mm-hmm. be like. Um, talking about the heavens passing away, the elements being destroyed with intense heat. Um, and you can really get into that that picture and, and kind of dig down into that, oh, what's this going to be like, hypothesizing. And, you know, as I was studying, there's a lot of, well, science is showing this, but really Peter's driving at to believers in light of this and what's coming what are you going to be? How are you going to live your life? Because ultimately you get to 13 and that's really his point, I believe, is he's saying, you know, you got all this going around you, but we're really talking about this new heaven and this new earth and this future you have because 
God set this up mm-hmm. and he's planned this. And so in light of that, you, you're thinking for you're forward thinking to the future, but your future is different than, uh, than the, mm-hmm. this world, this temporary world. You're, you're headed to this permanent home. And so it was nice to, and it was fun to contrast, even talking about the, the physical science in the world around, you know, even those who don't believe, they're sitting there thinking, okay, this place is not permanent. It's not permanent. It's Absolutely. not permanent. Even those who deny that God is real, deny, mm-hmm. they are willing to admit that uh, this is not permanent. But for us, we understand what that is and what mm-hmm. that means. And so there's comfort in that for us to know that even in this catastrophic imagery, and I, I alluded to John mentioned that in Revelation, after everything he's seen going through this book, his final words are, Lord Jesus, come. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, I and Amen. I thought that was, I thought, you know, that's a perspective for us that, mm-hmm. you know, when everything's right in front of you, you know, and what's going on in the world, it's it can be easy to forget that. Mm-hmm. And But also at the same time, motivation for those we know and we love who may not have placed their faith in Christ to, for them to experience that. Mm-hmm. That's what we want for you, right, and right. and we want that hope for you. Um, and and I think that's a that's a for me sitting there walking through this like that's just an ultimate act of love for mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. to be able to communicate that and say this is why I have hope um, in a world that is essentially what we're seeing is falling apart. Even to what you said, uh, Barkef about, you know, we may go back a little bit, mm-hmm. but we're never going back the, as far as we could to, you know, maybe we call it the good old days or, yeah. or whatnot. So no, no, it's like the book of judges. Things mm-hmm. got just a little bit better and then went, then back. went back and people are doing whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And one step forward, two step backwards. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And so for us, it's important for us to uh, be mindful, as, as Peter says, you know, conduct yourselves in holiness and godliness. What does that look like um, in holiness being set apart from the world and clearly set apart and bold? And that was another thing that I, I wanted to stress is and we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. And I and I used the picture of some people that even I know that have, in a, in a sense, fallen by the wayside, right. almost being absorbed up into the world. Yeah, I thought that was really good, the, that terminology that you're using, that the world is trying to absorb mm-hmm. us into their confusion, mm-hmm. and too many believers are that that's exactly what's mm-hmm. happened to them. It's like it's like a big sponge, mm-hmm. and they are trying to get everybody in it. And there are clearly uh, those who were at one point solid believers, solid in their understanding of the future and what things are supposed to be going on right now. And not that they're not believers anymore; they still mm-hmm. are believers. They belong to Him forevermore through simple faith. But have turned a corner that I think is destructive for themselves and those who are listening to them. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, uh, that's sad to mm-hmm. see it and to hear it. And uh, all the more, I thought when you turned to our youth for a little while and said, guys, y'all need to know what's going yeah. on around you. I thought that was very powerful. Yeah. And, and it needs to happen. And they, mm-hmm. need to, they need to recognize that it's important that they pick up on this here and now. So yeah. I thought you did really well. And it's, of course, your little flash paper was so much fun. <laughs> oh, that was fun. It scared people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, there yeah. were a couple people who jumped because they saw me light it and they were like, what's he going to do? And then I threw it. And, anyway, you know, we had oof. a couple people jump. It was fun. It disappeared. <laughs> yeah. But that's one of those and illustrations that paints everything that you're talking about. And it, it did so, so well. You did a great job. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's another, you know, as, 
talking about that 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 these things are temporal and part of that absorbing into the world mm-hmm. is this holding tight to things that uh, are meaningful to you that really have no meaning, right? right. Um, and you know, ultimately being left, uh, even for be- these believers we talk about who have fell by the wayside or been absorbed and are holding on to these things, one day they're going to be standing there with an empty hand exactly. and that, and they've got nothing. And if that's what they've built uh, and pursued in their life, that's a tragic thing, knowing that Peter's saying by living in this godliness and this holy conduct, um, you know, we talk a lot about the well done, good and faithful servant. You, you are, you are setting up yourself for this really, uh, how, what was the word you use, Michael? This, uh, did you say blessed entry into that or, yeah. or, well, you know, blessed hope, but blessed yeah, hope, but yeah, yeah, this, this hearing that mm-hmm. is this incredible, uh, moment, uh, that Jesus mm-hmm. on, you know, it's just this, a blessing. I don't know how else to say it. I'm right. kind of still stumbling over words, but, uh, yeah. to versus an empty hand of nothing, right. um, because you held on to the wrong thing. Mm, that's so true. Yeah. This whole, this whole text, you did an excellent job on, and it was one of those that I was in the first service and I was just thinking the entire time, this is like a, a text you need to have on like your mirror or something. Cause it lays it out. The first verse, the day of the Lord will come the last verse. Uh, we need to look forward to the new heaven and the new earth, and in mm-hmm. between, what type of person are you going to be? Yeah, and it's just broken down so simply, and you're going, "Oh my goodness, I need to think about this more often." Which I, I've been thinking about this stuff more often, not just because I've been preaching uh, alongside you guys in Second Peter, but the text I just preached last week talked about that—that mm-hmm. that we need to make sure these truths are in front of us and and stirred up in our minds, and and we need to know and hold on to these. And so here at this point. Even though I knew this text because you and I have been talking about this mm-hmm. week and or last week as as you're preparing, even the last two weeks really. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Just when you laid it out, I thought, man, this is this is helpful and needed and good for me and encouraging to to think about this. And so you did an excellent job. Obviously, it's been a little bit since you've been in the pulpit, but um, uh, you you didn't seem like you hadn't been in it. You know, uh, for a long period of time, it feels like you're just in it and you're used to it, and it was felt fun. comfortable, and so it was good seeing you up there. And I'm excited for the next time because I know you're you're on a few times this summer. I so. think so, and like on like what two three weeks. I'm back. Something but, like that, yeah. But, you know, but oh, this was this is very well done. I, I'm thankful that you that. you got up there and spoke the truth and let the Lord speak through you. You know, for Same me here, I agree. Mm-hmm. For me personally, you know, you, you always when you're studying, you know, you, you sit there and you think, okay, what's the thing that's for me personally, I'm taking mm-hmm. or the challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, I can walk through what it says, but I, I feel like if I'm not being challenged by something, then I'm not really digging in. And it was the statement of, uh, you know, we're conducting ourselves in holy conduct and godliness, looking for and hastening mm-hmm. the coming of the day of God. And I, I, I asked myself, I said, when was the last time that I really felt, Lord, please come back. I'm excited mm-hmm. about my future. Um, and I think, you know, there's this, there's this, I don't want to say, you know, I've heard people say, you know, um, Christians can be bloodthirsty for the destruction of the world and all this because they want. <laughs> I haven't heard that you one. You haven't yet. heard that one. <laughs> no, I've heard that's God. actually a criticism. I've heard is no especially kidding. when you talk about a dispensational premillennial. Oh, you know, it's it's all oh, you guys just want the world to go. You know, go you know where because that just means you're getting what you want. And you know, I think that's it's different than that. It's it's this 
seeing how everything has just been so tainted by sin and the hurt that people experience that we want to be out there boldly proclaiming the gospel. But at the same time, we want this to come because we know it's the end of this pain. We know that uh, this, this conquering of sin that ultimately, like we said, uh, you know, what's the two things missing from eternity is sin and entropy, you know, right, right. it's that permanence and being able to enter into that, to, to have that, uh, blessed hope was at that future. And, you know, I, I struggle with that sometimes because I'm like, when was, when was the last time I just sat and thought, uh, this is coming mm-hmm. and I'm excited and I look forward to it and, and I'm praying for the Lord to return. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, in the meantime, I got to be talking to people. Right. I got to be sharing this. I got to be bold about this. It's definitely motivating to think about. And for me, even just not even as, or I guess aside from the sin and the pain in the world mm-hmm. and the world, you know, that being gone in the new heaven and new earth, just thinking you get to be with King Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, and how mm-hmm. sweet that is. And it's not that it, we're bloodthirsty or whatever. It's like, I just want to mm-hmm. be with the King and, and serve alongside him, Lord willing, if, <clears throat> if I uh, am allowed to, and yeah. just to be there in, in his presence and, and what God created and the way he created it to be and experience that. And, mm-hmm. And and that's just motivating to me. And you know, it's funny because you, I heard I've heard a lot of people, especially you know, even in, since COVID times, but even before, but say you know they kind of throw out, oh, come Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. But it almost has this negative thing, like the world's so crazy, just get rid of it. And I'm like, I, that's not motivating for me. Yeah. I know the that the craziness and the sadness and the sin and the brokenness of the world will mm-hmm. be taken care of. But it, for me, I'm just thinking. I just want to be with Jesus. Yeah. And uh, and so when, when people say, I'm not saying they don't have the right intentions, but when I hear people say, oh, come Lord Jesus, golly, come on. Yeah. I'm like, dude, is your motivation right? Because I just, I, I, it's not that I, I'm, I feel like verse 9 of chapter 3 mm-hmm. where the long suffering of the Lord is so great that he wishes no one would perish and all would come to repentance, that, that there is an opportunity in the here and now to, to paint what's coming and, and to tell people the truth of God's love for them and and how easy it is to to not have to go through any of these judgments at the end times coming mm-hmm. their way through simple belief in Jesus being his family forever and and so I just look at it, I'm like man I want to I want Jesus to, I, I want this to happen because I want Jesus to come back yeah. I want to set up his eternal kingdom I, he he paid the price for it and this is what God wants and I'm ready to serve alongside him and for me that's motivating and but like you say until that comes there's some things here I need to serve serve him on and, and do yeah. because he's allowed me the opportunity to do it. So anyway, it was very motivating in that way. I had so to, oh, so when you said from the pulpit, um, <clears throat> talking about the revelation of John and then saying, come Lord Jesus, quickly come Lord Jesus, there's a woman behind, Susie and I, who actually said out loud, not yet. I heard that. She said not yet. And then when it was all over, uh, I guess you got up to pray? Who got up to pray at the end? Uh, Brent, maybe. Brent got up. Brent and got Brent up. prayed similarly, come oh, yeah. Lord Jesus, come quickly, yeah. and she said it again. That's when I heard it, yeah. And so after the service, Susan and I turned around to just visit with her, and of course she has family and loved ones who aren't yeah. believers yet, mm. and she was like, I need more time. Yeah. I need yeah. more time to, so to reach them. And, uh, yeah. and so that just goes to show that there's actual compassion in uh-huh. this that... Yeah. In, in one sense, we want him to come because mm-hmm. he is our king, and we want to rejoice in his presence. On the other hand, we do have friends and family yep. and loved ones that, you know, Lord, help us. Help well, us think about us. Them in. Yep. Yeah. What if he would have yeah. came back before we were believers? That's right. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So you just think about it, and you're going, yeah, now, <laughs> it is weird 
kind of dynamic of, well, I got the gift, and so right, right. Yeah, you can come, I want, but it's I also, want experience, but at the same yeah. time, I want you to. But then exactly. I think that's where, and I think we do a really good job. I don't mean like boastful us. I mean that our church has a good mm-hmm. job of of uh, painting the opportunity and putting together that, hey, God has given you purpose and here on yeah. this earth and to use it and gifts, talents, and abilities and all these things for Him and His glory and yeah. serving. And it's our whole mission statement even yeah. here at Coppell Bible. And so you just think, yeah, we want Him to, to come and show up. We want to be there with Him forever. And and if He, he like you said in your text, He comes like a thief in the night. We don't know mm-hmm. when it's happening, exactly. but we know yeah. it will happen. But until it happens... We have an opportunity yeah. and an invitation to live out this calling in this life, and and hopefully, man, just feel that compassion that you said that mm-hmm. lady was saying. Like, mm-hmm. no, I have family. I I feel this, and I want him to come, but but not yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and exactly. I'll, I'll be if, when he comes, I'll understand, and I'll be unbelievably joyful. But until that time, man, I'm thinking about my parents, and I'm thinking about my siblings, and I'm thinking about my my cousins, whatever. My right, coworkers. right. My, my, I actually my, had somebody walk up and say the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, after it was like, maybe I said su- you should. You know, I want to suggest maybe a prayer would be. Lord, just a little more time and put those people in front of me, put those people right. in front of me. And I thought, well, yeah, no, I get it. And again, you don't want, I agree with you guys. You don't want to uh, forget that we are compassionate and we do have people in our lives um, that we desire to, you know, to come to faith so that they would uh, not be lost. I mean, you right. start thinking about that. I don't, I don't want to lose my family and friends to this. Right. And, right. um, you know, it, it, but from the moment, it, it's interesting, from the moment we place our faith in Christ, we know he's coming. Mm-hmm. And the minute it starts, you know, right. I mean, even you, I went back to Matthew when Jesus is given the uh, the picture of the thief. Right. He ends it with, by the way, I'm coming. Mm-hmm. You know, right, he, right. I give you this, you know, oh, great. There's this great analogy. And oh, mm-hmm. by the way, I'm telling you right now <laughs> this is that this like, is yeah. going to happen. Um, so be ready. Um and you know that preparedness, and and I, I was even talking about the the thing about the vacation. How many of you guys have ever done everything you possibly can to have the great vacation, even to the point of taking your child? Out of I, I have to admit, I hadn't done that one, but I thought it was one? a great illustration. I've done that Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Um, so knowing that some of that is part of your job here is um you know part of preparing for that tremendous experience in eternity is making sure that you're out there mm-hmm. um fulfilling God's commands here and sharing the gospel i mean ultimately that's the greatest somebody once told me what were the two what was the one command Jesus gave mm-hmm. that he's going to ask you about when you stand before him did you make disciples mm-hmm. and i thought okay that that makes a lot of sense cuz mm-hmm. that's what he told his disciples mm-hmm. yeah make disciples Together. of all the earth yeah. and so you know do you stand before him and say well you know i i did a lot of this i did a lot of nice things did you make disciples mm-hmm. and i thought it's that's challenging. pretty challenging you no know, speaking of making <clears throat> excuse me speaking of making disciples uh, just a couple of weeks, we're going to have some baptisms. We're gonna yeah, have we some are. Baby dedications, and yep. we have Pine Cove coming. We got Pine Cove City to coming. Help serve the community. That's yep. very exciting, and it's not just for us. That's for as many folks as we can get over here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And uh, and we got the 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 end of June. We have our big family event, and and it, interestingly enough, the theme for that week is Peter. No, there you go. Yeah, the everyone's uh, primed you know, and ready. The, the program we were like, hey, let's do this one. Yeah, Turns would, out it's Peter's high points in his life. Uh, you would think the Holy Spirit was involved. I in this know, whole thing. and I'll so we're gonna what. we're gonna talk about if how he was Jesus is holy. Je- you know, 
He's righteous. He loves us, and it's all through Peter's life. Oh, and it's cool. just it's just looking at the pictures of uh, these incredible moments in his life. So, man, yeah, we got a jam pack. A uh, month and a half, kind of coming two months. I mean, before we know it, in but August, you need to register. We'll in, oh, well, <laughs> we want to make sure this is the best possible. So, like for baptisms and, and child dedications, you can register online, and we want to reach out and just uh, and just chat and get to know you before that time, and and hear your story, mm-hmm. and just kind of celebrate. Well, not kind of celebrate with you in these moments, <laughs> right. and so we're yeah. Excited. We got one week of Second Peter left. Closing it out, and then and then we got, is it June 4th? We have Church Under the Oaks, and yep. that's where we're going to do baby dedications and baptisms, mm-hmm. take, <laughs> excuse me, take communion together, and then eat a big meal together. Yeah, It'll be I fun. haven't even heard what it is yet. I don't either. It, it is free, just letting you yeah, know. Yeah, it is. It's just show up and enjoy the Sunday Bring morning Bring a with chair. Us. Bring a lawn chair, have a good time. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Yeah. I'm excited, so. This is weird being in the hot seat. Yeah. Usually I'm the one. You yeah. know, Barkef came with yeah. the, uh, hey, here's what's coming up. Yeah, and I'm like, right. are we already at the end? Okay, cool. <laughs> um, but we do have all these things happening. And, we, and you know, part of just the, the blessing of Coppell Bible is just having so many people in a community that's very tight, mm-hmm. and uh, but at the same time very welcoming and open, and you can just come be a part of it. And, Absolutely. Uh, and we'd love to see you in person. Yeah, mm-hmm. we would love to see you. And so um, hopefully... Yeah, that'll be this Sunday that mm-hmm. uh, God will clear the way and you can be here with us to hear Michael close up Second Peter, mm-hmm. right? One more week, you just said. I think, yeah, and I think I got an idea from this podcast. About, really? You know, okay. Like, be praying, uh, hey, give us a little bit more time. I got more flash paper. Uh, there you go. There <laughs> I, got, you go. I got more flash paper. I got a big Come, pile. Lord Jesus, <laughs> uh, but come after a little bit more time. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Give Something me a little like bit that. more. No, I was thinking though I, the flash paper thing. I heard you. I was. I'm not going to do this, but I was thinking there have been so many great illustrations yeah. throughout, even First Peter and Second mm-hmm. Peter that we've used. Yeah. That what if I did a a sermon on First Second Peter as a whole and, and walk through Montage. all these using all these different illustrations? Cool. But then I'm like, I got to pick up a 50 pound sandbag, throw it on like a <laughs> virtual reality <laughs> headset. Look, if you do that, I'm giving you the hundred pounder. Yeah. I could do the big. I got boy. a two hundred pounder. That's, that's almost impossible. All, I want you to do it all at once. Yeah, yeah. VR helmet, flash paper, bag, yeah. flash paper. <laughs> just do it all. Lighthouse picture, all these things. And yeah. we'll just have, we'll have that calliope circus yeah. music going go. in the background. Yeah, dun, 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 Spin some plates in the background. Well, hey, we thank you guys for listening and appreciate all the support for our pastoral staff and. Like I said, we're here for you. Um, We love just praying for you and supporting you and helping you in your growth um, and equipping you. So if there's ever any questions you might have, email them to us. Uh, But again, we look forward to seeing you on Sunday and have a great week. Thank you for joining us for the Second Course Podcast. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by the discussion. If you'd like more information about Coppell Bible Fellowship, you can check us out at coppellbible.org or email us at info at coppellbible.org. However, the best way to get to know our church is to join us on Sunday at 9 or 1045 a.m. We would love to see you. 